Hi, I'm not Ashley, but I want to thank her for, I, I, well, I don't know why she wasn't here. I'm sorry you weren't here, Ashley. Um, hope everything's good. I like what you and Adrian do. But, um, yeah, apparently because you weren't able to make it, this is my show now. At least for this week, I ain't taking it from you on a permanent basis. This is all yours when you get back. Because, again, I like what y'all do. I don't want to. Um, so who in the hell am I? That's probably a pretty good, that's a fair question. I get it. Um, my name is Michael Melkor. Um, I live up here in Louisville, happily married, grand total of six kids, only one of them left under the roof, everybody else is out doing their own thing, most of them live nearby. Um, I am the digital media manager for OVW, yes, that OVW, if you remember your John Cena's and your Brock Lesnar's and stuff way back when, um, website, social media for that company is now mine. I also work for a second pro wrestling company up here, Grindhouse Pro Wrestling, which is also an awful lot of fun, doing very similar stuff for them, making graphics, doing digital media, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, and we can talk more about me later, but the big thing, the reason you're even hearing my voice right now, like, who is this schmuck? I get it. I'm totally with that. Is because I am also one of the best friends of the other co-host of this show, who I hope just hasn't hit record and left the room to leave me here at the flapping in the wind to do this on my own. Adrian, <laughs> hopefully you're here. How are you doing? I am doing well, Mike. Thank you so much for doing this show this week. It's much appreciated, bro. How are you doing? Hey, if anybody hands me my own show, what am I going to do? No, I don't want that. I mean, sure. I mean, yeah, I'll take my own show. What the heck? Um, yeah, I'm doing all right. I mean, busy. I mean, with that introduction, I forgot to mention the whole, yeah, back in school for my master's degree part. That's literally where I'm came from. I mean, I'm 45 minutes out of class as I record this. Actually, about an hour-ish. Somewhere in there. But, yeah. I see, this is definitely a beautiful thing. Now, I mean, what you have to do, I mean, you have to introduce the actual show. I mean, I mean, you came in like a house of fire, took it over, made it yours. Now we need a formal introduction of the name of the show. Well, because you told me this was my show. So yeah, I came in and took it over like you were dying. You told me it was mine. <laughs> but what's the name of the show, Mike? Uh, I, I, oh, the Adrian and Mike show? I mean, or I hadn't gotten that far yet. You just asked me to have the show, and I said, okay, sure, I'll take the show. I hadn't thought about what to name the thing yet. Okay, I mean, to be fair, we can name it The Root of All Melkor. I mean, it has a, has a very nice ring to it. It's a very good show for the week, and it definitely encapsulates who you are. Hey, I'm with it. The Root of All Melkor. Talk me right into it. Sold. <laughs> Wait a minute. I did come up with that before we went off the air. Now I just feel stupid. Yeah, The Root of All Melkor. Welcome to The Root of All Melkor. I'm Melkor. This is my root. How you doing? <laughs> I am doing well. Thank you for standing in this week. It is much appreciated. Now, normally for the people who are just tuning in, this is the Root of All Melkor. Normally, it's the Root of All Ashley every single week. Things happen, so she's not available for this week. So this week, we're dedicating this show to her. She'll be back next week along with us. If not, we'll get a, another co-host to, to step in as well. But the main thing is, 
we keep this show going because we made a promise to all of the people that are listening out there to tuning into the show to downloading the show we want to give you quality content whether it's one person listening or a hundred people listening so we have mr markor my best friend in a whole fucking world of over 25 years of mike so as we get started on this show now this is your show for the week so tell us a little bit about yourself other than doing the wrestling thing getting your master's degree being an all-around great guy which I'm totally envious of, but I'm, you know, once, you know, once again, glad you're my bestest friend in the whole entire world. No matter how cheesy that sounds, Stop it. you're it, making me blush. It, it is what it is. Tell us who Mike Melkor is. Okay, first of all, for those of you that are completely annoyed at the sound of my voice and can't stand it, you only got another 20, 25 minutes or so, and then it's over. Okay, you got Ashley back next week. I promise. Um, well, I mean, who I am, I mean, I, I'm born and raised in Daytona Beach, Florida. Um, I wanted to leave Florida by the time I was a sophomore in high school. I was over it. Um, I'm really glad I don't live there. But that's a little Um I don't want to get political. I've heard that that's a bad thing to do in a public forum sometimes, by the way. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying I'm really glad I don't live there right now. Um, and I don't live there. I moved. Um, my wife had gotten a job and her family was nearby. So pretty much sight unseen, uh, about seven years ago, we packed up the moving truck and I drove up here to, well, Indiana. Um, Kentuckiana is the name of the region simply because I'm right across the river from Louisville, Kentucky, like the Ohio river's nine miles away. Um, but yeah, and that was the first time I had ever set foot in these states of Tennessee, Kentucky, or Indiana was when I was on the way up here to move the truck. Because I had an opportunity to leave Florida, and by God, I jumped at it. Um, there are some people I do miss down there, namely the other dude that's on this show here, because that's where I met him at AMC Theater in 94. Um, and we, you know, struck up a friendship having rather similar music taste. Definitely similar entertainment taste. I can't, I can't think of, there's not a whole lot of other people I know who enjoy going to Burger King and picking up three or four offers and going right back to the apartment and watching, you know, wrestling at 2 a.m. on the Sunshine Network. That's pretty much how a lot of that happened. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. I'm, I try to be uniquely me. And I don't know if I know how to define that, other than to let people experience it. Hence the Melkor experience, I guess it's a pretty good name. <laughs> Absolutely. For the root of all Melkor, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, we, we talked about this many, many months ago, one of the past shows, how we met. And, yeah, we met on the basis of a love of wrestling. Long story short, we won't bore everybody with how we met. But working at AMC Movie Theaters. BC Dub. Exactly. You know, I overheard you and somebody else talking about wrestling. Great Scott talk about wrestling. And I have to chime in and say, oh, wrestling. And all of a sudden it was pretty much all downhill from there. We became wrestling buddies, talking wrestling, watching wrestling. And we kicked off a tremendous friendship for years. And I can honestly say I have never had a cross word with you. Never been angry with you, never fought with you, never anything of the sort. If you were a chick, we would have been married by now. Sorry, you know, sorry, Mrs. Melkor. But other than that, I mean, it was, you know, it was a friendship that 
pretty much all just had peaks, really no valleys. And wherever we moved, we've all kept in contact. And one of the main things that just struck me most about you was your sense of humor, your comedic timing, how sarcastic you were. And that was one of the main catalysts of us having this friendship. You know, I know we've had friends on you know both sides of the spectrum, but I consider you one of my best because of your comedic timing. And we're going to bounce back and forth here a little bit. But when you moved to the quote unquote, the sound that cow shit makes when it hits the floor, Palatka, that just set it over the edge for me right there. Uh, set it over the edge as far as what, cementing that friendship? Because, yeah, I needed friends while I was there. My God. God, I hated that place. No. Oh my lord. I, I'm sorry. There are people I've left behind. I have family. I have those that, while not blood related like yourself, I consider family. But God, there are so many reasons I'm glad I left that state. And that place is one of them. Now, now, oh my lord. Now for those of my listeners who are unfamiliar with what Palatka is, and trust me people, it's an actual place. Just give them a little blurb on what Palatka means to you. I mean, you've already said it. It's the sound cow shit makes when it hits the ground. Now, think about for our, for our loyal listeners at home. Think about this. What do you? What comes to your mind when you think of cow shit hitting the ground? Okay. You think seeds, You think roots. You think country. You think farms. You think people with accents like this. That I mean, that's it. That's that. That is one of the reasons. Aside from the fact that it's. You know, that I can't remember the term for a word that sounds like a sound effect, which this Palaka does to me. But it's what you think of, like, and that is the reason I call it sound cow shit makes when it hits the ground. Because think about cow shit hitting the ground and what that makes you think of. Those things that it makes you think of define that sitting to a team. And there was nothing really in Palaka. I remember, I remember you inviting me a couple of times to come down to see you and the missus at the time. And I would drive down to Palaka and nothing was there other than a subway. And you would meet the me at only, a subway. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I will give the time of day in that town. It is the location of the original Angel's Diner. That place makes some damn decent burgers. Anybody in Florida that's heard Angel's Diner, oh, yeah, I know that. Black is the home of the original. That's where that started. That is the only place in that town I would even consider stopping. But now, because I'm five states away, I don't have to worry about it anymore. Now, now what actually, what, what? took you to Palatka? I mean, was it, was it family? Was it, was it a job? Or just was it because? My first marriage. Now, you see, there was a slight pause in the answer to that question. I wasn't expecting that. So once I got that little pause in, I knew it was something interesting. But uh, Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. it was. It was my first marriage and my first child. That's why I moved in. I never heard of a place like we had moved into we had moved into her mom's house and her mom opted to move in with her boyfriend so that we could move into her house. It was a nice house, I have to admit. I mean the times that I visited there it was a very nice house for it what was it was. Decent. Yeah, it was decent. I mean I can't Well, yeah, I can because it was black. But it was decent. I mean 
the house itself was all right. The two years I spent there were hell, but the house was decent. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Dear old Palaka, but we won't touch about that too much because, you know, that was then, this is now, when we've all suffered through, you know, many of traumatic things we're still in therapy for. But as we look at today, I mean, both of us are successful, both of us are happy, and we have thrived. And who would have thunk it? We've known each other since 1994, and our paths have just, once again, just gone back and forth, but we always come back, you know, to the same love of wrestling, the same love of life, and how things are turned out. I mean, you have, you have a tremendous family, you know, I have a great family and just life is good. And I never thought that I'll be doing podcasting. I thought I'd become a professional wrestler, but look at you, you're in the wrestling business and you're doing very well at that. And we talked about it before, how you got into it and whatnot. How many years have you been doing this so far? Um, what is it now? Three, it's August, almost September, but not quite there yet. Um, so a little over three and a quarter. I got in May 1st, 2019, was the day I started with OBW, working the camera at ringside. That's not bad at all. I mean, like, like I said before, you've done behind the scenes. I've actually wrestled, and I love it. I will continue you know, to, to love doing it. And see, that's something I can put on my tombstone is I actually wrestled. I actually traveled the world and had a good time with it. But once again, this is not really an interview. This is, you know... You know, the two brothers talking because the root of all Ashley originally is this a show about nothing. And the Walker AC experience is an uplifting show, talking about loving life, loving the little things, appreciating little things. But here it's just a cornucopia of shit. And so this is what we talk about. And something that really thought about lately is, you know, as you and I get older and, you know, our kids grow up and do off and do tremendous things, where do we go next? And, you know, where do you see yourself going next five years? And I'll, I'll give you the same answer, but by all means, you're the host, so you, you first, please. I'm curious. Um, five years? Oh, we can always probably doing, probably doing, I mean, my master's degree that I'm working on now, um, it is a master's in interdisciplinary studies, it's known as, with a concentration in digital media. Also, long way to say I'm studying digital media. What I've taken it upon myself to do is take that a step further and drill down into social media, specifically. My thesis paper is going to be, and you'll, I don't know if I've told you this yet, but you'll appreciate the heck out of this my master's thesis that I have to write in upwards of 50 pages on and defend in front of a committee. You ready for this? Oh yeah. You're sitting down? <laughs> yes. How is social media used in pro wrestling? Oh Jesus. I'm getting academic with the shit. That's right. That is literally my master's thesis. That's it. So, and I had to explain all that in order to answer your question. Um, I've, I, we talk about who I am and what I do. One of the things I love doing is stuff that hasn't been done. Now, yeah, there's a whole, you know, 
Well, we not, I can't say we've all heard it, but a good number of us have heard the ICP song, Nothing's Left. So there's not much out there that's left to do. Most everything's been done. But there are a handful. Um, like here up in IU Southeast, I have done something that hasn't been done before. I founded an a public relations student society of america chapter the first in this area that was me you're welcome that's the kind of thing i enjoy doing so in five years i want to take this combination of social media and pro wrestling and do something that hasn't been done yet and that's pretty much be like as best as i possibly can I want to be where those two things meet. Hmm. Am I going to be able to do it? I have no clue. I'm certainly trying. That's the whole last reason I've got a thesis on how it's used and I'm going for a minute's degree. Um, but I would love to take that and do something more. Like if for some reason anybody in the Kentuckiana area is hearing this, um, when, what, when is this going out, by the way? This is going out tonight. Now, when we get done, I'm going to upload uh, this puppy. Yep, and I'm going to put it up plenty here. Plenty of time. Um, it's going to be plenty up. Plenty of time. Yep. Sunday, September 11th, noon, at the arena, 1416 Spring Street, Jeffersonville, Indiana. There will be a social media and marketing seminar open to any trained pro wrestling personality. Who is putting on that seminar? Hi, that's right. <laughs> Come on down. 20 bucks a pop if you do not work for Grindhouse Pro Wrestling. Info will be online soon, I promise. I gotta make a flyer for it first, which means I have to do something else I've never done before, and that's promote myself, which I'm horrible at. So, it's, it might take me a minute to get this flyer up. But yeah, if you're hearing this, this is breaking news. This is your exclusive. This is your scoop. I, myself, me, am hosting a social media marketing seminar for pro wrestling. Sunday, and, September 11th. And that is brilliant. And I wish I can be there. I truly wish I can be there for that. What? It's going to be interesting. It's yeah, because it's not going to be, it, it ain't going to be, you know, I think we all know by now how to use Facebook, Twitter, and all that crap. That ain't what this is. It's taking those platforms, their limitations, what they offer what you can do on them, how they work, and using that information to market your brand as a pro wrestler. Because literally one of the first things that's going to come out of my mouth in that seminar for anyone in that room, as a pro wrestler, you are your own business. Absolutely. You are your own brand. So how do you take that and make it work for you across all these platforms, whether it's video, whether it's audio, whether what you know, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, you name it, we gonna cover it. Now see, that I'm pretty excited about. That I'm truly excited about. And you know, and you know, I mean, and you are making so much out of your life with this. And and, and, and this is tremendous. You know, I mean, I have nothing but the. Good. Maybe you can send me some copy that I can put on this thing to put me over because I'm having a terrible time doing it. I've never had to promote myself before because I don't like it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I don't like Because I've always, I mean, it's weird. Anybody that knows me well, like yourself, 
like I said, you said it. I mean, I'm 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 sarcastic. I'm, you know, I get I'm, apparently I'm funny. Who knew? I've been told I'm a lot. The more the angrier I am, the funnier I am. I'm like a stand-up comedic Hulk. Like the Hulk, the angrier he gets, the stronger he gets. Me, the angrier I get, the more entertaining is what I've heard. Um, but I've never been like I I tell people this all the time. And this goes way back, like, you know, you've talked about, you know, how much you've wrestled and gone around the world, and God bless, that's awesome. I love it. Me? You couldn't pay me enough to actually set foot in a wrestling ring. The answer is no. Well, I mean, I mean, but you're in better shape than I am. You're in way better shape than I am. For thousands of reasons. Number one on that list, I don't like pain. And that junk hurts, okay? <laughs> Don't for the old wrestling your faith crap. No, that shit hurts. I'd love to see your bum ass get up there and take, like, even something as simple as that, let alone some of the stuff I saw um, at OVW, the big one, the big show we had Saturday, where one of the spots involved, and, and this hurt my back watching this, there were four folding chairs set up on the outside Adrian, on the floor, outside, and at one point, the member of the Fallen, the Nephilim, Damone Salavino, you know the bit where they like grab the top rope and like move it back and they jerk it so that it so uses the momentum and the other guy whips over the top rope and take, you know, falls back first in the ring, like that's how they bring him in. Yes. They did that the other way. They brought him outside. Wow. Onto the four chairs doing that. That hurt my back seeing that shit, yo. And I'm way up, like, in the production mess of this thing. Like, no. No. But getting back to where this is going, I swear I have a point, I promise. The other, one of the other main reasons, like I said, there's thousands of reasons, up in that top five, I don't want to be famous. I never have. I don't want to be the person whose face everybody recognizes. Because I've interviewed my share of musicians and directors and actors and comedians. Like, I wrote for 411 Mania for the longest time. Like, five plus years. I've interviewed a list of musicians and celebrities as long as my arm. I've seen her to know what these cats go through as far as people not, especially now that social media is a thing. Now you can reach out to your favorite celebrity 24 7. You're right. Are you actually talking to them? Who knows? But you can. And because people are so brave and nobody sees their face and they're hiding behind the keyboard, they can say any damn thing they want. And most of the time they do. I don't want to deal with that crap. I don't want to deal with it, even if I'm paying somebody to handle it. I don't want to put them through having to sift through hundreds or thousands or however many messages of somebody either looking for my address because they're stalking me or somebody looking for my address because they hate me and they want to kick my ass. <laughs> the answer is no. I don't want to be famous. I never have. I don't care. I've said this many times to a handful of people up here. Um, Including people I can actually call friends in the wrestling business now, a statement that swords me and always will. I don't want 
everybody to know me. I just want the right people to know me. In other words, those folks that are going to have a little bit of, hey, I see the work you're doing for this company. How about I pay you a little extra to come do stuff for this one? Those are the kinds of people whose attention I want to get. I don't want everybody else's attention. I don't want to be famous. So you, like I said, you've gone out and done it. My man, good for you. I, I, I love that. I've lived out that same dream in a completely different way because that is what suits me. I don't want to be in the ring. I don't want to wrestle. I don't want to get physical. I don't want to be famous. So I have found a way to live out my dream that does not include any of those. Now, see, that's, that, that's definitely interesting. Now, what I wanted to do for, oh, my God, we're seeing myself in five years. Now, Mike, like I said before, you've known me for, for so many years. You know I want to be a professional wrestler. You know I want to make my living being a professional wrestler. I wanted to be seen and loved and admired because I was an ugly kid growing up. Ugly adult now, but ugly kid growing up, you know, with little to no social skills, very awkward and blah, blah, blah. And I got lost in the fantasy of professional wrestling and, you know, the the you know the pomp and circumstance and whatnot fast forward years later i'm a district manager of my job i'm a somewhat decent podcaster and i do animation never thought about that so five years from now i'll be running a district of multiple stores and still doing this this weird gig and i never thought i'd still be doing this i never thought i'd actually be trying this you know, I mean, actually a little blip on the uh, proverbial scale of podcasting, but in five years, I'll still be doing this and still be happy with it. It's a little, a little passion project of mine, I guess. So, I mean, how, how odd have, uh, you know, like life has turned out for us. Yeah, I mean, literally doing what I'm doing in wrestling is something I thought I would never do. I mean, you know, we talked about that's how we bonded. So my dreams were kind of similar growing up. I loved the pageantry. I loved the theater. I loved the concert. I'm like, God, this is so cool. Never once did I think I'd be a part of it, mainly because, oh, right, I don't want to wrestle. It's kind of tough to get into wrestling when you don't want to wrestle, you know? <laughs> it is called pro wrestling. Imagine that shit, right? <laughs> but, but yet here I am. I am involved in this thing that I grew up in love with somehow some way and i don't have to take a single bump i don't have to none of that i ain't got to step through the ropes i ain't got to take a single bump i ain't got to throw a single punch i ain't got to do any of that say a single word on and that's amazing all in itself now i have to ask before we continue this little journey that we're on right now and as we look back at our lives and where we are right now and once again, please, my lovely listeners, don't misunderstand what we're talking about here. It's not us bragging about what we do and where we are in life. It's just a surprise of what we are. It's, and not, it, it's, it's not bragging about where we From I'll tell you from my point personally, I'm certainly, because again, I'm not that type. I don't like bragging. I'm not bragging about what I am and where I'm at. I'm fucking amazed by where I'm at and what I'm doing, and that's what I'm trying to express. Like, doing something I never, ever, 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 let's throw one more in for good measure, ever thought I'd be a part. Yeah, scary, isn't it? So, like I said, um, yeah, I'm just amazed of how far I've got 
I'm amazed how the people I cherish, the very few people I cherish in my life, you know, the people I can actually call friends and family, how far they've advanced and how, what, you know, I'm going to say great. Okay, Mike, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to put you over here and say how great you are, for example, you know, and, 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 and yes, you know, you know, I guess I'm blowing proverbial smoke, but how great you are. I mean, how about where everything has started? And to where we are right now is just fucking amazing. And we can sit here on a microphone and just gab back and forth and people are actually going to listen to us. I mean, I'm not too sure if you heard our... Right, let's, 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 let's not get too carried away here. On how many people are going to listen to me. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I, mean, I kicked off the show. I wasn't, I kicked off the show and right off the bat, I wasn't asking people to be like, man, click. <laughs> Mike, I have listeners in the UK that likes this show, this little bitty show in this humongous podcast world of millions and millions and millions of people doing a show that's way more popular, that's way more put together, that's way more advanced than I can ever be. And people listen to this and people respond to this. And just, it's, it's to me, it's to me mind blowing, this stuttering kid from grade school now doing this. And you, you know, with your love of music, your, your music is so in-depth, your knowledge is so in-depth, I, ca I can't even get even close to what kind of knowledge you have in a music business, more or less what you're doing now with professional wrestling. You know, it, it's... Here's, yeah, and I guess that's where, like I said, I wrote, you know, for a handful of sites before one mainly for many years. Um, and again, I'm not, I don't want to brag about what we're doing. Um, instead, I'm going to take, we're probably coming up on time. So this is probably a perfect opportunity for me. If I am in any position to hand out any piece of advice whatsoever, no matter what you're looking at doing, no matter what your dream may be, no matter how big, no matter how small, here is my piece of advice. I've already talked about here I am doing, I'm in I work, I work in pro wrestling, something I never ever thought I would be able to say. And yet I am not a wrestler. I'm not even an on-camera talent. Before wrestling, there was music that I'm still so in love with to this day, even though it breaks my heart sometimes. Like I gotta find a way to, apparently to get rid of two neurosis albums and a shirt because Scott Kelly's apparently an, a, 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 an abusive, obsessive asshole. Thanks, Scott, mm. for ruining a band that I love. Um, but anyway, let's bring this back to a more positive thing. I've always been in love with music. So, but I, I ain't got the patience to learn an instrument, not a guitar especially, I can't. I'm amazed by people that can't. I'm not one of them. The closest I'll do is once in a blue moon, I'll probably do some karaoke stuff, but that's it. I'm not a performer. But what I did do is I went and wrote for a music site where I got to talk to these people that made this music and that I admire and have that knowledge. So that leads me to my advice. Whatever your dream may be, again, no matter how big, no small, it doesn't even matter what it is. If you walk up to the front door and enter to try to enter that promised land and it's locked, go around the building. 
there's another way in that you probably haven't thought of yet. And that's my advice. If you can't get directly in the way you dream of doing, look for another avenue. I've done it twice now. Didn't even mean to, but it's happened. And I'm thrilled with the shit that I've been able to do because I didn't go through the front door. I went around and find the side door that was open and went in that way instead. And you are absolutely correct. There are more than one ways to get in that door. And me, I kicked that fucking door down. <laughs> I didn't even know. I kicked it down and here I am and here we are. And I have to ask you one final question. I really do. And we and did. You know, before you do, I think that's awesome as hell. Like you, and it wasn't even, and it wasn't even like you just walked up to it. You're just like, where does this go? <laughs> this looks cool. Let's follow that. And then here you are doing this, which is fucking great. I literally remember the first time I saw a cartoon fox pop up on your Facebook thing. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And I watched it because I'm like, what is, what is, what is this? Like, I, I was entirely too curious. I had to think, I had to find out. So I watched it and then I heard a familiar voice and it's like, oh, snap. Like, I mean, please don't take this the wrong way. You are not the most technically advanced human being in the world. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love you, <laughs> but I think we both know that. Absolutely. And I don't mean any harm by it. But here you are with this kick-ass looking CGI fox and this bitch has your voice. I'm like, how is he doing this? Like, I'm the tech head that I know in my group, and here you are busting out some shit I wouldn't even have thought of. That was remarkable. And it still is. I still love that stuff. Yeah. So, sorry, it was, it, it, I, I saw the chance to put you over. So, no, go ahead. <laughs> hey, man, I consider myself the jobber to the stars. And for those of you who are thinking jobber, put over, it's wrestling terms. Google it. Trust me. This will be hilarious to you after you figure it out. But yeah, you know, it's just interesting just the way how things turn out. And it's like you're reading the awkward porch. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, um, as we put a close to this, I have to I have to tell you. Just like I told you before, me, you, and uh, you know, Aaron Grimm did a show together. I put over, I put over everybody, and I'll continue to put over everybody. You know, like just how amazing this friendship has been for so many years. And it's that typical cliche. You know, you can go years without talking to somebody, and you pick up the phone, have a conversation. You pick up like nothing's ever changed. These is one of these occasions. I don't talk to you much. We don't talk to me much because we have lives and obligations and priorities and stuff like that. We could pick up a microphone and have a conversation like nothing's ever changed. And I just want you to tell one last story. And then I have something I need your help with. So now for those of you music lovers out there, please tell the group about your interview with Public Enemy. Oh, um, which one? Oh, just pick one. <laughs> pick your there best are, one. There are, there, are, there are two of them. Um, I've interviewed, and it wasn't all of them. God, I wish. It was Chuck. And I talked to him twice. Um, once for a 
Well, I can't remember the re- I know one of them was for way back then. I think the my single, the piece I am the proudest of having ever done, having ever written in music is a piece called Remixing the Industry. Did about 2011, maybe 12. Actually, it might have been 10. No, it was 10. So I remember working on a living insane artistry. At that point, I was talking about how digitally the um, future of music was going to change. And I talked to four people that already, who, who were either getting away from the typical major label release an album system, who either were doing it or were going to, or who had. Um, Scratch Bastard, the DJ out of Canada, is really freaking good. Um, Apathy, a rapper out of Connecticut. Um, Lyrics Born, a Japanese-American rapper out of California, and Chuck D was number four. Um, so I talked to him, and, that, and that's literally what we talked about. Like, there was no controversy with the group going on. I don't even know if they had an album coming out at that point. I don't think they did. Like, there was nothing really for, and this is, and, and this is how friggin' much I cherish that talk and how cool I think Chuck is. They had no album coming out. They might have been on tour. But really, he had nothing to promote. Like, there was nothing coming up. Okay, we got to get out in media cycles so we can talk about this. None of that was going on. I threw to him the idea of what I was doing and what this piece was about and what I wanted to talk to him about, his contribution to it. And he was game. We set it up. I got his number. I called him. And I probably talked to him maybe a good half hour, 45 minutes. Um, the second time I talked to him, he actually paid me a compliment about being an actual music journalist and getting information rather than making up stuff for attention. Mm. Like I, stuff like that, I cannot believe I've done because we're, we're talking about easily hands down my favorite rap group of all time. And they always will be. Absolutely. And I've talked to the leader of that group twice. How the hell does that happen? <laughs> it's a true testament how much of a professional, how much of an amazing guy you are. Absolutely, hands down. And as we wrap things up here on the root of all Melkor, where can they find you and any last comments before we uh, play a game? Is that what you needed my help with? Just telling people where they can find me? No, not necessarily, but, but we'll do that first. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, you know what I think I'm going to do? Hmm. <clears throat> Personally, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, mainly under my name or some variation thereof. Search for Melkor, look at the wine bottle, you're going to find me. However, I also have business pages up across those three. That's what I'm going to take the opportunity to promote. On Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, all under the same name, and that name is Belcourt Media. That is my professional facing social media. Um, I don't update it nearly as often as I should because I'm too busy updating and managing social media for a couple other companies. Um, But if you want to see a sample of some of the stuff I do, whether it's video editing, whether it's graphics work, whether it's social media promotion. Um, I think recently I put up 
I'm glad you're still sitting down, by the way. <laughs> the first hint of a wrestling storyline for Grindhouse that I am writing. Really? So that's also there if you're curious about what's going on with that. So, Melkor Media on all three of those platforms. If you could, love you for it. Now, we're going to have everything in the description. So, as we write the synopsis, links to where you can get in contact with Michael and find a look at some of his work and everything of the sort, I recommend it because, hey, we support everybody. We support everybody indeed. And before we play this game, Mike, I have to tell you once again, Thank you so much for doing this show. Um, I know you have a lot on your plate, a lot, a lot going on. I'm truly honored, and I truly appreciate it. And oh, thank you. It was my pleasure and my honor doing stuff like this. I, I kind of wish I could ask more, but once again, I said I didn't want to be famous, so that's kind of my own fault. So I can't really bitch. So <laughs> thank you for thinking of me and having me on. I appreciate that a lot. Of it. I always. Oh, no problem. I mean, you know, I'm a private person. I don't like people. I don't like being around large groups of people. Yet I do a podcast. And I... <laughs> that right there, I think, is one of the biggest things that we have bonded on, not only pro wrestling, but the fact that we generally don't like to Yeah. I'm sorry. It's true. <laughs> and, you know, out of all the people I don't like... You're not one of those people. <laughs> not who are you. And I think that's why we get along. Absolutely. And don't take this the wrong way, but I love you dearly, Mike. You are a tremendous person. No, you're tremendous. That's the wrong way at all. No, I love you too. You're, you're, you're a tremendous I mean, person. Now we're coming up on. You realize it's been 28 years. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the next election cycle, we're going to hit 30. Think about that a second. Yeah, let that shit sink in. Christ almighty. And once again, out of, out of everything you've been through, not to put your personal stuff out there, but all the stuff that you've been through and how successful you are today with the family that you have, with the misses that you have, you know, I've always jokingly, you know, envied your life because, you know, because of, of what you're doing and whatnot. But I can honestly say as a man, as a best friend, I truly envy you. And I'm so fucking glad you know, that, you know, that your life is where it needs to be and that you're happy, you're successful, everything under the sun. And I do understand that, you know, life, of course, has the speed bumps and little mishaps and whatnot, but you are the type of person that's strong enough, you know, to get past it and just to make it your own and make it your bitch and everything in between. So I can't tell you enough how much I love you and how much I appreciate you doing this. So, uh, man, YouTube, I, I love seeing what you've done. I love seeing where you're at and, you know, like you said, yeah, I mean, it sounds cliche that we can go a while without talking. But, well, cliches are cliches because they're true. And it's happened. Like, I think it's been a good month or two. We did talk recently um, about the, the last AEW Dynamite, I think. And that kind of spiraled off into a couple other things. But, no, we can go a while without talking to pick right at what we left. And that's, and I think it's excellent. And I love seeing where you're at. I love, and I yes, I do keep up with the the experience and the root of all Ashley, who, yes, we'll be back next week. So if you're sick of hearing me, I know it's been more than 26 minutes, like I promised. I'm sorry. She'll be back next week, I swear. <laughs> and if she's not back next week, then I'll reach out to you if you have the time. But once again, life happens, so it's no problem. So now we got the mushy stuff out of the way. 
let's play a game before we end the show. Are you up for a quick game? Sure. All right. Now, it's a game we started playing a couple weeks ago. Um, it's a game that's going to be a household famous, you know, favorite thing we do. It's called Pick the Porn. And for, the, and for you not uninitiated, Pick the Porn is I'm going to give you three titles, and you're going to tell me which one's the fake one. We're going to do just a quick three-rounder, and you let me know. Are, are you ready? I'm really, really hoping that I got to step forward and play that lever because it was time to play you. Got to be shitting me. Okay, I'll go along with this one. That's fine. I'm going to have to create that thanks to you. So here we go. That is the most, that is the, folks, what you just heard was probably the <laughs> single most inside goddamn joke I could have pulled on this show. Okay? <laughs> with only one person who would get it, and that is the person I'm talking to right now. <sighs> I totally forgot about that until you brought it up. And yes, another time we're going to have to explain that little nugget of, uh, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> Damn it, you caught me. Caught me, okay. <laughs> Get myself together here. <sighs> okay, round one. So am I naming, am I naming the one I think is or isn't an action? You're going to name the one that isn't an actual title. That is not. Okay, all right. All right, I got you. All, All right. right. Let's see how I do. Round one. Dude, where's my cunt? 30 days in the hole. And my poke her face. Which one is not the real porn? Um, I'll say the second one, 30 days in the hole. All right. Are you sure about that? No. But that's the best guess I've gotten out of those three, so that's what I'm going with. All right. You are incorrect. My poker okay. face is the fake one. Oh. <laughs> I went with the second one because it actually sounded the least vulgar out of the three. So that was my logic, and my logic was incorrect. I'll have to remember that going forward on future rounds. All right. So hopefully we don't get canceled yet because this is the fourth week of doing this. So, yeah. Okay. Round two. There's a black man in my wife's ass, jackass hole, and dirt pipe milkshakes. Which one is he fake porn? I'm going to say the third one because I don't have a damn clue what a dirt pipe milkshake is. I have no idea, and I'm glad I don't know that. But uh, no, you are incorrect again. <laughs> wow, so somebody knows what that is. That's even more frightening. Okay. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Um, no, the fake one is uh, Jack Assholes. Hurting wow. us, Mike. Hurting okay. us. <laughs> the, the third and final round. <sighs> Game of Bones. 10-inch Mutant Ninja Turtles. And Mary's <laughs> Poppin'. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear the second one because I was too busy laughing. <laughs> what was the second one? <laughs> 10-inch Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, what was the first one more time? Game of I'm Bones. Joking, it was funny. Game of Bones. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to vote that one. I'm going to say Game of Bones is not our, our porn movie. <laughs> you are incorrect. Mary's Poppin' course, is a fake one. Okay, and of course, just to end off the show on a happy... Wait, so 10-inch... 
I almost thought about this. So 10-inch Mutant Ninja Turtles is an actual thing. Absolutely. It's a real porn. Okay. That is the, okay, and that's the most I need to know about it. <laughs> Sorry. And just a quick little bonus round to, to cap off this family-friendly show. We're going to go for Mighty Muffin Pounder Rangers. You do, hang on, you do have an, NS, an NSFW explicit warning on this thing on your beats, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, good, just a second. All right, so, okay, so. Okay. Rangers Pound a Muffin, okay, what's the other two? Titty Titty Gangbang and Beauty and the Bestiality. Which one is the fake porn title? Oh, for God's sake, I hope it's the third one. That's going to be my guess just because I'm hoping that's not a thing. And you can't say this out loud because your family's in the room. So, um, yeah, we're going to... No, I'm outside. <laughs> so you are correct. Beauty and the Bestiality is oh, a fake God. porn. Thank God. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> There's hope for the world. Thank God. Absolutely. So once again, <laughs> the root of all Malcor comes to a close for this week. And who knows, we may bring this back. And uh, once again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, you know, for doing this. It's been tremendous. And uh, spur of the moment, you, uh, you definitely saved me. So I appreciate you. Oh, no, I, I, again, thank you for thinking of me and having me on. Um, no, this has been a hell of a time. Hopefully we will do this soon, but for those of you completely annoyed that you had no Ashley, hopefully it won't be next week and hopefully she'll be back for us. <laughs> and hopefully she will enjoy this when she listens to it. So once again, we shall sign off and we shall see you again soon. Mike, stick around for after the show notes and everyone will talk to you again soon.